Good day. You are listening to a podcast. But this isn't just any podcast. Just any podcast couldn't do this. Or this. What the? This is the podcast. Starring the tense. Starring the tense. The uh, starring the Ted Smith and Cobb. Ha-ha! The podcast starts. You better wear a helmet now. All right, welcome everybody back to another episode of the podcast with the host of this here podcast, the Ted Smith. That's podcast in all the land, all the land. Uh, down in the bottom square and the, uh, I mean, it's a bedroom, it's a podcast room, and sometimes it's even a closet. He goes by the name of Cobb. Cobb, what's going on? <laughs> Damn, Ted, how you dime me out like that? Well, what I was going to say is, um, <laughs> you know, it's cold outside, it's dip season. I was feeling good, eating stew, ready to go, but I feel like I just got to take it down a notch. So, yes, I'm, I'm also in a walk-in closet slash recording studio slash sometimes bedroom and slash sometimes dog area. Thank you, Ted. <laughs> Glad I had you over last week. <laughs> it's very big, but I was just like, especially after we took that nap and your, your girl popped out of the hair as I was just, I was like, oh my God, I didn't even know you were in there. <laughs> Ted, you sound like a chick after she messed up here. It's, it, it's very big. It, it's state, it's, you know, stately. <laughs> it's like, just, just let me suffer, man. All right. Up there at the top square, coming in all the way from the desert. Matt Comer, the producer, MCTP. What's up, Matt? Hey, Ted. Feeling good. I was just checking out the Netflix Cup. Um, they got uh, four dudes from Drive to Survive and four of the PGA pros all playing together in Vegas. And like Burt Kreischer and Marshawn Lynch are some of the commentators. It's it's a circus. I'm excited to finish it while I edit this podcast. I have a feeling this weekend when I'm at that race, like there's going to be I mean, that's going to be celebrity studded event. Oh, oh yeah. It's, it's going to be crazy. Vegas. <laughs> I mean, especially being such a short drive from L.A. too, like it's going to be on what um you know, I don't know about the details or what you want to share, but like where ish are you watching it from like near a casino or. Now, I have spent more money on these tickets than I've ever spent in my life on tickets. We are in the uh, main like main paddock area. <laughs> I think we get to go down there like hours before the race and like walk around and get a free glass of champagne. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. And then I think we have tickets across the way and like the main grandstand. So like we're right there at the start finish line. Oh, that's going to be sick. And this is your first formula one race ever, right? Correct. Yeah. I've never seen one before. Huge. Wow. They bring earplugs. They are louder than they look. Okay, I'm sure you've so probably I've, been told that 20 times. So I've heard conflicting reports. Like half the people I talk to that have been are like, you've got to bring ear protection. The other half are like, ah, it's not as loud as it used to be. You'll be fine. Did something change that made it less loud? Because when I was in Melbourne, those things were loud as hell. You could hear them miles away. I mean, we, how long ago was that? That would have been 2012 or 2014. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, so they, they've made like, changes to the cars so apparently they're not nearly as loud as they used to be mm, i'll probably okay. still bring ear protection but uh plus frankly i i love my ears they're like super good ones and you press a little button when you want to hear somebody talking to you and then you press it back in when you re- want full coverage wow Whoa, what what are the dude i gotta get some of those what are they called man i gotta look up the brand but like if you ever go to like a sporting goods store that sells like like guns like that's what I got him for was going. To oh, the are range. they like the big over the top ones? 
No, 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 no. They fit right in and they just have a little button in the middle. So like when I was at monster trucks, I kept doing it and people are like, number one, I can't believe you were smart enough to bring your ear protection. I'm like, this is the loudest thing. And they're like, what are those? And I'm like, oh, they're just, you know, like, you know, when people go shooting, you have like eyes and ears, like your eye protection in your ears. I was like, these are just my ears from the range, man. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I'm on Amazon right now trying to get some of those. I've never heard of like little ones with buttons. When we take a break, I'll go in and grab them next. They're, I mean, they sit next to the safe. Decibowls.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. When we take a break, that'd, that'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah, well, you're already on that level. So are you going to bring them or no? I think I'm still going to bring them. And they come in like a little nice little carrying case. So I'm like, yeah, I'll bring them with me. Plus, it's just like, look at me. I'm a cool guy. Got my own ear protection. Ted, this is not meant to be a slight, but you would be the guy who like holds on to the carrying case that like stuff like that comes in. Like I always <sighs> immediately trash it. I Do you really? That. Yeah. Yeah. Useless. Oh, I need them in that. I, Cause I'll like, if they separate, I'll never find them again. Like they stay in the little tiny carrying case <laughs> and like the carrying case is only that big. <laughs> Where are you at on that, Matt? You keep the carrying cases or not? Nah? Um, I try to <laughs> like, as a grown up, as a kid, I never did, and so as a grown up, I struggled to track them. Like particularly sunglass cases and um, earbuds cases. Like I always lose those things, and I, yeah, I ordered a bunch of sunglass cases on Amazon. I ordered like a ten pack. Oh yeah, that's a good move. Cobb was holding up a bunch of sunglass cases as I was saying that. So it was just uh, ten, or you know. Matt and I both live in sunny areas now. I've never really experienced that before. So having more than one pair of sunglasses feels like a real novelty in my life. Yeah, I just have the one pair, but I obviously didn't bring them to Austin as I had to get a pair from your neighbor. That's the (laughs) Seattle move, man. One pair. Yeah, I feel like it's like a luxury now, like I can accessorize. (laughs) (laughs) I like one of my buddies at his house. Like he has like nice shades, but he also just has like a basket full of like koozies and random sunglasses. I'm like, what are those about? He's like, dude, they always give away free sunglasses. Like we go to like a major event and I know I'm going to tie one on. I just take a cheap, cheap pair. So if I lose them, I lose them. (laughs) That's a pro move. That is kind of a pro move because I've definitely this pair of uh, Ray-Bans I have. I've definitely almost lost like three times. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the amount you pay for them is inversely proportional to the likelihood of losing them. And also the Ray-Bans I do wear, they look nice and they were a freebie. They came free with the car. Oh. I just, I popped up with a sunglasses case and I was like, oh, of course there's a random pair of Ray-Bans in here. Oh, mine now. It's awesome. <laughs> I go nice with my Rolex. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, the person we're talking about who we often reference is the mayor. So I'll, I'll get into the Husky game, but Saturday evening, I went to Elliot's Oyster New Year's, which is just oysters on the half shell, like crab legs, tasting decadent. Oh, dude, it was so nice and such good food. And honestly, I, I'm going to be this guy. Like they sold a limited number of tickets. And I said to like three different people, I'm like, yeah, man, I was down at Austin Food and Wine last weekend. It was tough to get food. I was like, this is pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> Just dropping it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
the sticker Dude, made so the, the stickers on my new little on my cooler on the playmate but yeah also i got a lot of run out of being like eh, last weekend i was at Austin food and wine and i'm drinking wine and people are just like you know i'm in a button-up jeans you're like oh, this guy's got his ass together it's like little do they know <laughs> this guy's cultured man cultured. <laughs> <laughs> he's a tastemaker <laughs> so at like the busiest time like we and they had like these cool little plates that you could like attach your wine glass to. But now we're walking around. There's just standing tables, but we don't really have room to kind of like sit down or stand up and eat. Mm-hmm. So we see this one woman and we're just like, hey, do you mind if we just stand here for a little bit and put our trays down? She's like, sure. I have like two more friends coming over, but no big deal. So we're like, cool. Her friends come over. I was laughing. The one woman just she was I don't she was like, I'm lactose intolerant. I can't have dairy. And then she was like something else. So like, I'm not drinking tonight. And she just kept coming back with a tray of like a dozen oysters, like three or four times. And I was like, I respect you. She's like, I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> getting it in. Was this at the Elliott Oyster House? You say? Yeah. Down on the waterfront. Mm, yeah. It was Gosh. like in the, they put up like tents, heated tents and everything on the back parking lot. Oh, that sounds so cool. It honestly, dude, it, it was a really fun event. Like it, I was like, blown away even, i mean even just the regular bites of food they had like the the short rib was phenomenal i started talking to like the manager and i'm like where'd you get that and he's like oh we just made that in house and i was like good work wait and weren't you saying there was like some sort of competition aspect or something yeah so then they me. had like best oyster and like one was just on looks one was on taste. I just, that's why I sent you the picture. And I was just like, dude, they're giving away an award for best oyster. I'm like, this is wild. That's pretty cool. Also, during the raffle, one dude won like four times. So even I went, shake up the bucket. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Come on now. So we sit at this table. We start talking to these women. And like, I mean, I, you know me, I'm just housing crab legs. I go, man, we need some Old Bay. And the one woman's like, ah, like I know about Old Bay. So, of course, I'm already a little buzzed up. I go, you know about Old Bay. She's like, well, I went to Howard. And I'm like, oh, no shit. Howard University in D.C. Yeah. So we start BSing, blah, blah, blah. We're talking about Maryland. And then uh, she's like, they're like, are you guys vendors? And we're like, no, we're like explaining what me and my buddy do. And then finally, I'm like, what do you guys do? And they're like, oh, we're boring. We're lawyers. So I'm like, huh, one of my best friends is a lawyer. And they're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, he's great. And we're like joking around. And then I go, he's a great dude. I go, he's even been to Bernie Man with me. And two of them stop and go, are you talking about and name drop the mayor? And I go, that's ex- <laughs> that's exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, my God. That's how he's known as the Burning Man lawyer. Right. So then I start to tell another story and I stop and I go, wait a minute, you guys aren't prosecutors, are you? And they're like, no, like I used to work in that office, not anymore. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, what do you do now? And she's like, I'm a pro temp judge. She's like, it means like I'm the judge that goes in when the other judges. I was like, I know what a pro temp judge is. We have the same (laughs) mutual friend. (laughs) But it was just awesome. Well, of course, I. I sent him a picture and he's like, I can't have my worlds colliding like this. And I'm like, hey, it's Oyster New Year's. Anything can happen. <laughs> wow. Well, dude, you know what they say, man. Um, and for what it's worth, the mayor represents our business, too. But a good lawyer knows the law. A great lawyer knows the judge. 
<laughs> I mean, look, every time I vote, I vote for judges, but because I know lawyers, like I know more about the judge positions. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's honestly hilarious, man. I, I oh. like finally that you're a liability to him and not the other way around. Oh, correct. I mean, you know him. I saw him the next day. He came over for like the fourth quarter of the Hawks game. And he's like, what did you tell him? And I was like, yeah, what'd what, you nothing, say? Yeah, nothing crazy. <laughs> like, you know, but I, I guess one of the women had texted him too, like, hey, we're here with your buddy, Ted. And he was and like, what talking about on? some wild adventures you had at Burning Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Since you met him at a thing called Summer Meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I like that his rep- reputation is in jeopardy right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all riding on Ted Smith boozed up after a full day of football and tailgating and some oysters. <laughs> and now he's switched to bubbly rosé and bubbly red wine. <laughs> yeah, Ted's just on a collision course, dude. That's actually awesome, man. Oh, I was dying laughing when they said his name. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly who I'm talking about. But then and I and one thinking- of the women wasn't drinking, so she's dead sober. And Ted is like three sheets to the wind after a full set day. Oh man, yeah. this is I could see him getting anxiety over that. <laughs> and then my buddy, we- <laughs> that's such a liability. Just like, oh yeah, Ted's boozed up, chat with the judges about my Burning Man life. God, well, now I really say out loud, that's wild. <laughs> and I didn't say anything, but when I started to tell a story, and I went, wait. You're not prosecutors, are you? Like that sets a tone. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're not prosecuting. You're not Johnny Law, are you? <laughs> right. Like, are you all narcs or are we cool? Like we're actually judges. Like, all right, maybe another time. Exactly. And she did say later, she goes, What story do you want to tell? And I go, it's not important. I just, just like, wanted yeah. to know where we all stand. Yeah, don't worry, don't worry about that. <laughs> 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 god dude that's actually <laughs> that's awesome man i mean I just, he didn't miss a beat Wait yeah, a dude. Bit. i mean that's just honestly asking for disaster like you know i would not be shocked if like some some story like that like that's how his career ended you know he's like <laughs> it would be fitting right. and we all know that version of ted smith like Holding on pretty good, but like your boy's been having some fun. <laughs> I just like you're like you guys prosecutors. I just get real serious for a second. Like <laughs> it's like it's like the drug dealers. Like, are, are you a cop? You have to tell me. <laughs> it's like, dude, shut up! Like it's over, man. <laughs> oh, that's so rad. I love that. <laughs> oh man, but that was really fun. Shout out to Elliot's like amazing food. Actually, just an amazing time and like dude there there were stands with all the different oyster farms and everything and then they just had these big aluminum you know like those aluminum tubs that like people put drinks in and stuff those are just around so you just just chuck that shell wow that's huge what and so it was like um were most of the oyster farms from the northwest like from puget sound or was it kind of all over correct yeah good those are the best ones anyway like taylor shellfish yeah like all that stuff just Mm, all the haters god and and again i got a lot of run out of like i was at austin food and wine they had an oyster stand (laughs) central texas (laughs) it's just ridiculous that now you're becoming our posh friend you're like oh i was chatting with some judges i'm headed to formula un i'll be in the paddock it's like shut up dude. (laughs) you're drinking champagne now you were a miller light guy for years i knew you in your miller light stage 
<laughs> Look, I was very proud of myself during the Husky game. I was like, all right, one high noon per quarter, because this is going to get away from us very quickly. Nice. And then I was like, put it on ice. So I look classy in a clear cup. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That game was, was good, too. I ended up watching it. That game was awesome. So we get there. Uh, by the way, the wind was howling. It was cold that day. So like we tailgate for a little bit, like my buddy had his kid with him. So like, all right, like hang out for a little bit. Bless you. Go into the stadium. And then uh, we ended up having a, a sweet ticket. So that was pretty nice. <laughs> and then the suite <laughs> that he's a part of, Matt, is on the far right hand side. Like if you're at the stadium and the lakes on your right. OK, and you're looking north. Yeah. Okay. North makes corner. Sense. Yeah, so you're on that corner, but it has a little balcony. So, like, we went out there because there was an F-35 flyover, oh. and it's crazy. Like, I filmed it, and everybody I've shown it to, it looks like I'm just hanging. I'm like, no, I was at a college football game. Like, looks like you're just filming over a lake. And then as the Jets pass, I curve in, and it's like, and there's 80,000 people or whatever it is, 70,000 oh, people. That's such a good shot. That's such oh. a good shot. And they were late. <clears throat> really? Yeah, you hear the band finish, and then there's like one dude out there had clearly like we had already had a few drinks. He was way ahead of us, and you can hear him on my video going, "Be like, this is is odd. They're late. Like their whole thing is timing. They they fly jets, <laughs> dude. That is kind of crazy too. Because not to nerd out fully, but like the F thirty five was late getting delivered. It's had a bunch of issues, and like a lot of people are like, oh, the Air Force is slipping because they put billions of dollars into that jet, and it sounds like it's going to be not that good at anything. Like That was sort of the take that I got. So that actually is weirdly ironic that they were late. <laughs> not a good Air sign. Force? Is that an Air Force jet or a Navy jet? It's a it's fighter. Funny. It's funny that you ask that, Ted Smith. It's actually uh, going to serve three branches of the military, which is why it's sort of a cross between a bunch of different stuff that they wanted to do. And because right. of that, it sort of is not that good at any one thing. Like, it's not a an amazing dogfighter. It's, you know, uh, it's supposed to be sort of like um, a, a command and control, like informational center, like taking in and putting out data to all these other jets. And then it's like, you know, also can carry a payload. And so the Marines are going to be using it, um, the Navy itself, the Air Force. And then I think also, uh, what's the Army's air wing? I can't remember. But for all three of those services, they were trying to get it all into one jet. And it honestly, just... It costs a ton of money and it has a lot of issues. So anyway, yeah, it's it's for multiple. Um, what are those called? Branches. I mean, that's the tough thing about like, remember forever. It was like, you got to multitask, multi multitask. And then it's like, yeah, studies show that multitaskers aren't really getting anything done correctly. Yeah. <laughs> and furthermore, like capitalism is such a specialization economy. It's like, I don't really care if my dentist can play, you know, the the tuba. I want to be really, really good at dentistry. <laughs> what do we what do we always say? Like we make burgers. Like I'm not worried about getting in the chicken sandwich war. We make burgers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but no, the game was awesome. Man, Husky Stadium was rocking and rolling. Uh, that interception at this point, I'm in the suite. Uh, I think, you know, there's a lot of people in there. I'm not the tallest. I didn't have a seat. So I'm kind of peeking through some people. And the interception happens and the stadium erupts, the suite erupts. And then that dude drops it on the two yard line and you could hear a pin drop. That was crazy. I could not believe he did that. I mean, just absolutely could not believe it. 
Did you see it, Matt? I saw the replay. And I'm being nice. I feel like he almost dropped that thing on the three. Like that was, yeah. was real early. early. Yeah. Early. Yeah. It looked out. almost intentional. It was so early. I know. Well, a lot of people are talking about that. <sighs> then they got the two point, or they got they got the safety, which is the coolest sign in all of sports for a referee, right? And now he's going to be like uh, showing up in like a new H two. You know, the bookies are happy. He's <laughs> right. like, oh, shit. the spread. So, so I think they didn't end up covering because of that play. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll get the internet talking. Wow. <laughs> but no, it was good. I will say, shout out to Utah, man. There was a lot of red in that stadium. Like Utah, like their fan section and their band was right below us. So like I expected that, but like all around the stadium, I was like, man, shout out to the Utes. Like their fans traveled. Do you know much about the um uh coach on Utah? The guy who's on uh, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Are you familiar with that character in person? He's an assistant coach, correct? Yes. All right. I know his wife's in jail. That's that is also true. Yeah, I was just curious <laughs> if you kind of. I just saw him on TV and I was like, oh wow, he's still coaching. I'm like, nice. All right. I didn't know what kind of had transpired with that. My uh, girlfriend is a fan of the show. Needless to say. <laughs> yeah and i mean just like i've been to a lot of sporting events again with the huskies like going to 10 and 0 like there's just an electricity with that team right now it's like people are pumped like i trying to think like i mean i've been to a decent amount of husky games but this year is the loudest i've ever heard that stadium oh yeah and it's a fun offense to watch too i mean they can just strike at moments notice 30 yards 40 yards 50 yards like Penix's arm is so ridiculous and he's got such a crew of receivers that can grab that thing almost anywhere i mean in one-on-one coverage you know they're like their percentage is so high it's amazing i mean it's just fun to watch it's not like the old school kind of like you know beat him up shove it down the gut uh like I, you know, what, what's it called? Like strong eye formation, whatever, like, oh, just yeah, the eye. Place. yeah, yeah. The eye. there was, there was the eye formation. There was the wing T the wing T. Yeah, exactly. Like you're not running it up the gut. You're like sailing it out there. He's going sideline to sideline. I mean, it's just fun to watch. That's what Michigan did to Penn state on, on Saturday. They didn't throw a pass in the second half. They just rammed it down their throat and beat them. Yeah. They're just like, we're bigger and we weigh more. We're just going to move the ball. Yeah. And no, no Harbaugh too. For the weekend, right? He's supposed to be out for the next three games. So they have one more game and then they're at Ohio or they're at home for Ohio State, which I'm, you know, sometimes teams emotional win last week. Maybe they're looking past this week's opponent and could be right for an upset. <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> I love that this is what you have to live on, live and die on. It's like, hopefully they're just asleep at the wheel. We can squeeze through, you know, a 31 to 30 win. Go Terps. <laughs> <laughs> big noon kickoff is in College Park. We've never nice. had game day. So I'm like, all right, we got big noon kickoff, but that's just because of Michigan. But I'm like, man, I already hey. talked to my brother. Like, everybody better be there. Like, that, do not let Michigan fans. I, there's going to be a ton of them. Do not look. Make it, let it look like a Michigan home game. They're in College Park. Yeah, that seriously, that, that would be bad. <laughs> yeah. That'd be all tough, right. especially at high noon. <laughs> big noon kickoff big noon. Drink, sorry drinking high noons yeah i know and i never got to take you to the bar high noon here too either way i know something's going down in noon dude i have a buddy matt you probably remember uh chad 
he's like a drummer in some bands, but he does catering for a lot of the tours and everything. Okay. Yeah. So it's funny. He posted on Facebook today. He's been, uh, he's been, in, he's been like the head guy for catering and everything for Morgan Wallen's tour. So they're in nice. Austin tonight. And Dude. He posts, oh my God. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, he just posted a picture of him at the Yeti store and boom, I was like, Chad, I was just there a week ago. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God. Okay. So minutes before this cast, um, my girlfriend and I went for a walk and we live basically across the street from the Whole Foods here. Right. And so we go into Whole Foods, we grab something and we're walking back to our house and there's a this tour bus on the street. And <clears throat> I looked at her and I was like, that's a really, really nice tour bus. I wonder who's in it. And she, of course, being kind of bougie, she's like, oh, that's not even that nice of one. Like we saw some nicer ones over by the the proper, which is like this expensive hotel. And I was like, no, I was like, that's a really, really nice tour bus. She's like, you just think it's nice because it's flat black. And I was like, I, I bet if we looked up, <laughs> we could see who's in town. Like, I know that's a nice bus. And now, of course, it's freaking Morgan Wallen. That's God, I'm so happy you said that, Ted, because I'm about to win a solid argument out there when this cast is over. I'm making a note of it. <laughs> I, know, I texted him. I go, man, I hate to tell you. First of all, the Yeti store is awesome. Like, I hate to tell you. I know. I like I always like eh, Morgan Wallen. He's all right. But like Whiskey Glasses was one of the first songs that got me listening to New Country. And then honestly, like the other day I saw something and I was like, oh, my God, I know at least 10 or 12 of that guy's songs. And yeah, he's he was massive like, right now. Yeah, and he was like, dude, I get it. He was like, he's super chill backstage. Like, it's been a great tour. And then he was like, and also, I'd say 65 to 70% of his audience is just hot chicks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's playing the Moody Center. Massive. Gosh. What day is that? Wow. November 16th. Yeah. Oh, oh my God, dude. I literally, God, I freaking said to her, I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, they're probably in town because they have to do. She's like, well, who's playing on a Tuesday? And I was like, no, they're probably in town. They're like laying low by the Whole Foods. And then they're probably going to do a sound check on Wednesday. And I bet you they have a show on Thursday. And she just completely dismissed it. Dude's playing on Thursday in the biggest stadium in town. God. Yeah. All right. So I didn't know how long they were going to be in town. But I, I was like, dude, if you're over there, if you get a chance, go to Terry Black's. Like the line will be long, but you can get a beverage or something while you're waiting. He was like, all right, on it. I'll go tomorrow. That makes more sense because I thought maybe you had to leave town. But you know, if they're oh, there yeah. till Thursday, dude, that'll hit too, especially if he's into catering and like food and stuff. Great reco. God, you're just like an Austin local now. I mean, we did hit some good spots. There's still we still got a few hidden gems for you. I think you're about 40 percent. Oh, well, look, when I come back in June, I mean, I'm still thinking about trying to sneak down there in March for like. There's an event I think I'm going to in June. I'm like, I might just take a week and just be like, ah, I've been down in Austin, partner. That's what uh, that's what the uh, other guy who was here on your trip is doing. He's coming on Monday. Oh, yeah. Like for a Saturday thing. Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Me, him and the mayor taking over uh, South Congress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you hate to see it. <laughs> All right. Before we break. So we're talking about Michigan. So. Michigan got caught with with stealing signs in college football, sending one of their guys around to watch other teams and everything. So Harbaugh gets suspended. He's not going to be there. But like, did you see the coach from the guy that coached the game? He's like crying afterwards. And he's like, Michigan versus the world. Like, this is free. And it's like, you're not the victim here. 
Like, how are you spinning this? Like, you guys blatantly broke the rules. Now, look, I, if you want to tell me Harbaugh should be on the sidelines, the, like, I'll listen to that argument. But Michigan, like, they're acting like, like, oh, it's us versus the world. Like, no, no, you cheated and got in trouble. Like, how is this us against the world? Dude, yeah, I feel like there's a couple levels to this one that was a great interview and i thought immediately this is going to be a meme he's like bawling he's like because of this guy because of this guy just grabbing random players and like i love this guy man like just <laughs> wild wilding out dude like no no decorum no like you know that phrase like act like you've been there before he had never been there before <laughs> like, that was clear for everyone to see um but uh no also so originally like that used to be like the sweatshirt in Ohio was Ohio versus everybody and Ohio versus the world. And yeah. now like Michigan has like appropriated that from them or taken it from them. It's just like, he was so out of pocket in that interview. It's like one, we all expected you to win. Okay. Two, <laughs> you guys were stealing signs and cheating. Like Harbaugh knows what he was doing. And three, just like, who are like, why are you crying? Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. I thought he was going to get, just instantly memed and like posterized. Yeah. Like you were in the national semifinal last year. You <laughs> People have been saying all year, you're arguably the greatest college football team in college football right now. Your recruiting classes have been through the roof. Like I just, I, I don't. And, and look, I've been to Michigan to tailgate. I never had an issue with Michigan's program, but now I'm like, all right, you guys are kind of annoying me with this. Like, ah, we're the victim. Yeah. He's like, this is a true underdog story. The New York Yankees, just the one team. It's like, come on, dude. You guys are so good. You have absolutely stacked roster. Like, yeah, massive, you're like, massive you're like fan the base. Sixth or seventh winningest first. program of all time. Yeah. He was treating it like it was like their Rudy moment. Yeah. Like it was so ridiculous, but it was a very funny interview and definitely people should check it out. I mean, he was just wild. It was like a player, dude. He was just like wild. I'm telling you, man, I don't know how, but if Maryland somehow pulls off this win this weekend, and again, I'm going with high emotional game at Penn State, looking forward to Ohio State, screw, to, screw the Terps, it's College Park, nobody cares. That's what I'm banking on. But if Maryland pulls that off, like I will proudly be draped in purple for the rest of the year and into January and be like, Huskies, you owe me one. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Dude, you're not wrong, man. I mean, that stuff does definitely make a big difference, like a big emotionally draining game. I do feel like it's easier to beat somebody. Also, like if somebody just lost and like the coach is bitching at them, like, you know, they're going to be good the next week. Like that stuff. Yeah, for sure. Makes a big difference. And I'd be looking forward to Ohio State, too. I mean, no disrespect to the to the Maryland program of a fan, but it's like Ohio State is such a big, you know, emotional thing for people from that area. I mean, the biggest rivalry in college sports. It's like I, you actually might be out of some, Ted. I wonder what the betting odds are in that. Like maybe maybe we make oh, some money. I don't know. Are, I mean, they're about. favored. I, I could see that one being mispriced. Yeah, I saw that one. Last time I saw it, I think it was like 18 and a half. But I mean, it, hell, it could be up to 23. Like it, Michigan should just dog walk Maryland. Like there's no doubt about that. But it's like, I don't know. You never know. Like maybe that team is just like, you know, let's just go to College Park, get the job done and move on. And it's like, ooh, Talia Tugavalua can slug that ball around now, boys. <laughs> Michigan minus 1600. Oh, to win outright. What's the spread? Um, look, and I'm actually not saying it. So the money line spread is 
All right, so and they're favored. Total over under is fifty point five. Oh, I'd bet that over. <laughs> even <laughs> even in garbage time, Talia Tugavalua can throw in some points. Damn, dude, Ted, you've been, you've been a Maryland fan for too long. I'll take that over all day. Our defense right. is a sieve. <laughs> for the record, I just want to say I love the idea of sports gambling. I don't really do it much, but I was watching bad beats. Iowa versus Rutgers. The over-under was 27. I think it set a record for the lowest over-under of all time. The oh final God. score was 22 to nothing, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> God, that's crazy, man. That is really crazy. Yeah, and then you watch a Huskies game, and it's like, what's the over-under? 78. Like, yeah, whatever. Take the over. <laughs> yeah, slinging it. <laughs> slinging it. Uh, all right, well, let's take a quick break here and we'll come back with some emails. What's Matt and in the cop topic? All right, ready to fire it back up? Yeah, let's. F- <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> welcome back. Thanks to our sponsors. Jesus, I don't know why I love that term. <laughs> uh, these earbuds, they fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, for people, yeah. Right before we came back from break, I just go, let's f***. <laughs> uh, All right, nice. Mr. Cobb, do we have some emails? <clears throat> yo, Cobb. Uh, wait, how did... Oh, yo, Cobb. Chris is my real name. I just use this email because it lets me have a convincing fake name for non-personal stuff. Makes it really easy to spot scams when they call me Mr. Pinkerton. Uh, thanks to the sparing usage of my personal email, it gets no spam and scour- scammers never have my actual info. I usually don't sign stuff when I'm using this one, but I like you dudes and even hung out with Ted and Rowan once. Also went to podcast meetup uh, ages ago. Now, I just had to shout out uh, to the sponsor I got for the last episode. You guys talked about Texas for like half an hour. And what ad did I get? A Texas tourism ad telling me to check out Texas. I feel like they owe you some money. They got 30 seconds in, but not before you guys extolled the virtues of Texas for 30 minutes. As for birds, I dig hummingbirds. Those crazy little dudes will die if they don't eat every 15 minutes or so, except for when they're sleeping. I kind of get it, and I respect that hustle. Cheers, Chris. And Chris, when I was in third grade, uh, we made paper mache birds. I made a hummingbird. (laughs) I've always had a kinship with the bird of humming. (laughs) Uh, At the eight minute mark, when you were talking about never having creamed corn, you said, my wife's dad. When the hell did you get married? Well, uh, I don't want to say this person's name because it's not on there, but I did not get married. Uh, I feel like it's just a colloquial term. Obviously, you know, we're talking about things like that, but she's my girlfriend and her, my girlfriend's dad was in town. Um, But I just, I don't know, been together for like three years. I feel like you just start saying these things. You know how it is. Um, But somebody somebody did immediately chirp us on Twitter, which made me laugh. All right. You saw my answer. I was like, dude, he's been dating her for years. Like it's, it's interchangeable. Like sometimes I feel bad as I'll say to my friends that are married, like, you bring in your girlfriend and they'll be like, it's my wife. Like, do you know what the like, fuck I mean? Shut up, Dave. Like, <laughs> literally, shut up. <laughs> yeah, something like that annoys me, dude. That's why, like, it annoys me even when people say, like, fiance. Because then you're like, oh, congratulations. She's like, stop. Like, this is so annoying. It's so pretentious. And yeah, like, oh, you mean my wife? Like, shut up. No one cares. <laughs> Look, you know what I meant. Like, I, I don't know. Is Sarah coming or not? Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, God <laughs> damn it, Dave. You used to be cool. 
right? Uh, how many pigs? Now. How many pigs in a blanket do we need to make? Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> It's like, the, okay, the woman you've been sleeping with consistently for some time. Uh, all right. Uh, hola, gents. Catching up on the podcast, listening to Ted's experience in Texas makes me want to go back. It's never a dull time down there. As far as the cop topics, would I date myself? Yes. Simply because we can work on my projects and I know my skill set and wouldn't doubt the quality of the work. It would also help because I would need, uh, I would feel the need to actually work and not just drink beer. But then I would need another beer fridge to keep us going. What's my family story? Grandpa was a truck driver. Oh, God. Jesus. I always read like two words ahead. And I just, I got to read this one before I say it just to make sure. Grandpa uh, was a truck driver? What was grandma? Yeah. Uh, well, who was grandma? I think is the real question. Um, I'll, I'll do it, Matt. You're just going to have to mark it. What's my family story? <laughs> it's actually tough to say uh grandpa was a truck driver who slung all around the western half of the u.s after ancestry became popular we realized i have lots of relatives dotted all over the place and as for my favorite birds i'd have to go with the great horned owl <laughs> uh, cheers boys emmett the big rig mechanic <laughs> Uh, I just I don't know what I was expecting about his grandpa, but it was it was not that he slung around the western half of the U.S. and put cousins everywhere. I, like uh, I just like the transition. And for my favorite bird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dude, you know what? I wish Ancestry had like the real commercials like that would be a real that's like the seed of a real Ancestry.com commercial. You know what I mean? Like, want to know if you have cousins in 47 states because grandpa was a little fast and loose. You'll find out here on Ancestry.com, $19 a month. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, all right. We got quite a few left. Let me just skip through. The... By the way, Mike uh, Mike Hawk came over. He came down. He was driving down from Canada on Sunday. So he watched the second half of the game, Hawks game here. And we were talking about like stuff nobody says anymore because it's like sexist and stupid. And remember when people used to be like, I love you, man. Like, no homo, but I love you, bro. It's like, you don't have to say that. I know what you mean. So we've decided we're going to bring it back, but just it has nothing to do with anything. Just be like, no homo, but like Harbaugh clearly was cheating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, just, no homo. You guys want to order a pizza? Right, just like that, dude. Like, and for my favorite bird, just you say <laughs> no homo and it has nothing to do with anything like that. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh dude i love just like little like yeah little things like that yeah i mean no homo but i prefer to taste the meat first before i sauce it (laughs) (laughs) oh dude that reminds one of my friends was talking about actually yeah i'll talk about it every time uh uh alfie got your email i'm not gonna read it on just we're in a hurry but uh yeah thank you red what's up alfie um favorite bird my favorite bird right now is the boa bird found around new guinea and australia they make and decorate elaborate nests to attract mate, mates using stunning colors and patterns they find around them. As much as I love birds with great plumage and excellent dancing skills, seeing a boa bird nest really impresses me. Michelle. Hmm. Well, All right. They want you to be impressed, Michelle. He's got you right where he wants you. I was going to say, this bird is slowly turning you into a... Like, might might leave your husband for a bird. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, this is a great subject line. Can you hook me up with the links to watch sports? Boys of the greatest podcast in all the land. All the, all land. the land. Can you send me a couple of those links slash apps to be able to watch sports without cable? Love your cast. Uh, makes me feel like we're friends, even though I've never met you guys in person. Uh, Matt, I'm going to forward this one to you. You want to send them the links? We obviously, we, we cannot do-, do that legally. I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do not can don't no we condone that we don't condemn it or we condemn it we, we don't condemn condone. it we don't condone it but matt go ahead and drop your email in the chat so i have it just in case <laughs> just in case, just in case. You, i'm surprised you don't already have it but yeah i'll do that since we're buds and we should have I, each other's email addresses i do but i'm not sure i have two for you oh okay um, yeah great email yeah yeah okay yeah. uh your first name last name and a word related to your occupation that's the one okay cool Perfect. Uh, all right. By the way, for uh, the record, Matt, don't think when I'm always kind of BSing my way through some of these places, I don't drop where you work. <laughs> ah, yeah, I got oh, down there, blah blah blah. Dude, I did it two days ago. <laughs> two days ago, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, it's like, oh, I almost said it right there. But yeah, I was like, oh yeah, there's you know, there's the tradition, there's the vintage, like very, very expensive courses. I got a friend who could get us on. <laughs> regardless of whether he can or not it felt good to say (laughs) exactly i just like they're like oh you know that i was like of course what do you think i've never swung a club in my life (laughs) (laughs) this guy goes to austin food and wine dude think about it he's got connections man it's the catalina wine mixer of central texas (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's so good (laughs) boys All right. Uh, wow, that is a long one. We might come back to it, Frozen Fear. Um, hey, I was listening to you. Uh, oh, God. This is the third one about the wife's dad thing. My girlfriend. My girlfriend, my girlfriend, I girl. Jesus. <laughs> uh, I was listening to you. Uh, Cobb makes mention of his wife's dad. Did I miss something or did I mishear you? Also, my favorite bird is a hummingbird. Those little fuckers are mean and territorial. Dude, I love how people just like drop their favorite bird at the end. <laughs> like, it makes it like a children's show. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it's like, <laughs> like <laughs> that guy can go to hell. He can go to hell and he can die. But you know what? Blue herons, pretty. Pretty underrated. <laughs> Pretty overrated. Yeah. I think um, we should just admit it. After this email segment, hummingbirds. F- <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> 60 beats per minute. Are you kidding me? Uh, or per second. Uh, greets to the greatest podcast in all the land. All the land. All the land. Man, I love black licorice and Necco wafers. When I heard oh. they were going away, I bought two boxes of them. I eat them all the time. And no, I'm not 90. I'm 33. I think it's a result of being poor growing up. Also, I have a new nickname for Ted, if interested. Teddy Tailgates. Because that man will tailgate anything from a pro sporting event uh, to a Taylor Swift concert and everything in between. My favorite bird? Easy. It's Washington's favorite bird. A duck. What's not to love? They look awesome. They wall around places. And every year around the same time, they chalk in a a bowl game. Choke. Uh, Oregon game. Ducks. Oh, oh, cho- oh, yeah. Gotcha. Choking a bowl game. Nice. For the record, I'm both an Oregon Duck fan and a Husky fan. Take care, boys. Jaden. You're right. Uh, a Ducks fan and a Huskies fan. All right. It's like it's 1863, and he's like, I don't know. I like the North and the South. <laughs> Ted, in all fairness, we're kind of the same way. We're like, which team is playing and likely to win? Oh, yeah. 
Love those guys. Ted, I've seen you. I have seen you with my own eyes in Texas, be both an Oklahoma fan and a Texas fan. Two that years is, apart. That is, that is fair. When we were in Dallas, I was Mr. Like Boomer. And then, yeah, um, you must have said Boomer sooner to 25 blonde women throughout the day. <laughs> but when I'm in Austin, I was like, oh, hook them. Like, hook them for life, baby. <laughs> Dude, real quick before we get to what's matinee. Remember I told you a few weeks ago, this it's like the middle of the day. I'm like taking my car to the shop or whatever. So I'm killing time in this bar, my local I go to. And this poor couple started chit-chatting with me about college football or whatever. So, I mean, they got stuck in there for an hour chatting with me. Oh, yeah. So the other night I'm in there with the mayor and I look over and I go, hey, aren't you the couple I was talking to about college football? And they're like, oh, yeah, like I'm Josh or whatever. And I go, Josh, I hate to tell you because he's an OU guy. I was like. I was just in Austin. It was awesome. And he's like, damn it. Dad. <laughs> what was all that boomer sooner talk? I was like, ah, I, I, that's what I was in Dallas. That was the old me, Josh. <laughs> 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 now I've been on a rooftop shipping champagne, uh, sipping champagne. Like I'm good. That was poor me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I ball at Austin food and wine. <laughs> Go to skyscraper pools. Like I'm good. <laughs> that's oh. funny. All right, well, let's check in with what's mattening. Hey, what's good? What's mattening? Um, no homo, but this weekend was pretty chill. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, dude. God damn it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Got him. Yeah. I uh, I watched a lot of football, ate nice. a lot of food, played two rounds of golf, and neither one of them took more than two hours and 45 minutes, which I feel like there's a lot of people. What? Yeah. That just seems really fast for a round of 18. Yeah. So I understand there's a lot of people that like that golf takes a little while because you're drinking with the boys. You're away from the kids, the wife, the girl. It's just it can be a fun celebratory thing. But, you know, I'm just out there kind of smoking weed and trying to go low and and play well. And, you know, I like to get into a little bit of a rhythm and keep the pace moving. I don't rush. I'm not like a jerk about it, but like I just like playing faster. And that's one of the reasons I literally moved to the desert, because in Seattle, there's not that many courses and there's not that many nice days. So when it's golfing season, the few courses that are there get crowded very easily and the rounds can take a long time. So, yeah, I uh, I had a good time, you know, with my dad and it was opening weekend at the country club that he's at. And so it was like really crowded. We just went out on the right holes at the right times and skipped one pe- person and just like, I mean, Ted on Sunday, so Sunday morning, we were like out there by 830 or something. And then we're like playing pretty fast. We're on like the, you know, 12th hole or something. And I'm like, we might catch the witching hour, you know, <laughs> like this. We're moving. Oh, nice. We're moving yeah. to the clip. This is, you know, and then we get back and it's not even halftime in the early games. <laughs> like dude we nailed this i'm going to jimmy john's let's get some subs like 
Um, and then yeah, so we we just had we just broke down. My dad and I uh, watched a ton of football. Made it well in time for the Seahawks games. Uh, and you know, yeah, Saturday we played after I had work. Um, and then we watched a bunch of college football and went out to dinner. Um, and I ended up sleeping over there so we could play early before the Hawks game. And, you know, like if we went out a half hour later, it probably would have taken us four hours to play the same 18 holes. That's just how the timing of, of course traffic works. So yeah, it was a home run. Uh, I did chip in for birdie for the first time ever when I did it. I was, yeah, I was so stoked. I was like, I was like, why do I feel like I haven't done this before? And then it dawned on me every time that I've chipped in, it's been for bogey or double bogey. And I think I had one par before. So felt nice to do it in regulation. Finally. Did you hit him with a fat Perez Euro step? I was pretty pumped. I mean, I, I jumped for sure. And was like, yeah, I, I didn't go full fat Perez though. All right. So if you're chipping in what, like a seven iron from the rough, as opposed to like a pitch. Uh, I no, I would say I had my fifty-six degree wedge and was like probably six yards downhill off the green in some rough, just outside of a bunker. I like just missed right. the bunker, and then yeah, it was just kind of a little uphill lie and just clocked it, and it yeah, it was short-sighted. Like there wasn't a lot of green to work with, um, and you know, but I got it done. You know, and then fell apart on the back nine because I didn't have my ball of choice. I swear by dude. So if anyone golfs, these max flies, straight flies are 25 bucks a dozen. You can only get them at Dick's Sporting Goods. Um, but golf balls are too damn expensive. And these straight flies feel like a cheat code, man. I've been I've been crushing it lately. So then I didn't have one. And then I fell apart on the back after the after that birdie. It's just it's golf. That's what happens. So, yeah. I do respect you guys getting home in time for the witching hour because I did it in my buddy's house. Like him and his wife are making breakfast burritos. I'm like playing with his kid and stuff. And I'm like, I got to go. And he's like, you're not going to watch some of the Seahawks game. And it's like 1130. I'm like, I got to get home. And he's like, you in that damn red zone. And I was like, yeah, I want to go home and watch red zone on my couch. <laughs> it's about to be the witching hour, dude. Ever heard of it? Exactly. Where wins become losses and losses become wins. Pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it was a great weekend food football and golf and yeah i would also speaking of good food and stuff shout out to mike hawk man him and his girl stopped by they had seen jonas brothers in seattle on friday drove up to vancouver to see jonas brothers on saturday and then on sunday on the way by he's like i'm gonna pop in first of all they showed up and they were hurting Look like me on a bad day. And I was like, I'd like this out of you too. But you guys are legit hurting. They were like, yeah, we're hurting. But then Mike goes, is there anybody else here? I go, no, it's just me and you two. And he's like, all right, cool. Hang on. And he had brought back a little 20 pack of Timbits from Canada. Oh, <laughs> nice. That's huge. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I was worried if there's too many people, they'd get house. But if it's just the three of us, I was like, thanks, Mike. That's, That's awesome. So sick. I don't know what a Tim bit is. I got to be honest. Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons. Yeah. You know, it's like a giant Canadian brand. It's like Dunkin' Donuts up there. Timmy's. What's a Tim bit? Just a little donut hole. Oh, nice. Hitter. 
Yeah. But it just it's look, I don't know if their donuts are any better, but because you can't really get them in the States, I was like, oh, yes, let's go. We pursue that which retreats from us, man. We always want what we can't have. <laughs> yeah. And for me, it's Timmy's. Tales all this time. Oh, uh, all right. What do you think, Matt? It's about that time. Cobb topic. Cobb topic. All right. So we had kind of a big event at the house this week. Uh, For the first time, we threw on Christmas music. November 14th. I know. I knew dip season was in full swing. Actually had some people over yesterday and put out some dips. Nice. Um, yeah, Ted, I learned hosting well from you. I actually cited you like three weeks ago with Al was like, oh, why are you doing whatever? I'm like, because I'm a host now. Ted and his mom taught me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yes. so uh, put out some dips. We had some Christmas music on. And uh, I don't know. I was just kind of like, oh, all right, Christmas spirit. Today, uh, the girl girlfriend, girlfriend, no legal arrangement, girlfriend ordered a tree. Um, so I was just curious, uh, cop topic, kind of a light, easy one. But uh, when do you start watching Christmas movies? All right. Feel free to I'm, email us. Letter the word email at thepodcast.com. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, we can have the whole diehard debate, but when do you start watching Christmas movies? Boys? I'm a little bit of a stickler. Like, I love Christmas. I just worry about shock me <laughs> too fired up too quick. But the day after Thanksgiving, I usually try to put on some lights and like, all right, we can listen to some Christmas music. Also, very underrated Christmas song, This Christmas by Donny Hathaway. Good to know. Dude, Ted, you are a bit of a traditionalist when it comes to that stuff. Like, you're mostly like, you know, West Coast. I'm going to smoke some weed and be cool, and I don't care about the rules. But there is a little piece of you in there somewhere that's like, Christmas should happen around Christmas. And like, I don't want to see it in stores in September. Like, a little more traditional. I like that. It is. It is. Uh, I, I would say most likely is sometime after december 3rd like i don't make it a thing but basically december 2nd is my birthday so then i have like thanksgiving then my birthday then christmas can start like mm-hmm. hold on you know so for me it's, i would say the christmas season kicks off and feels real on december 3rd but i don't like make it a point to watch home alone every year on the third or anything like that <laughs> that makes sense yeah, I mean, I'll always watch at least part of a Christmas story on like Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. Uh, usually, though, like I would say like, the first or second weekend in December, like if you go get a tree, like pop on a film. I just worry. And look, I've been saying this for years. I just worry sometimes with kids. I remember December being like the longest month of my life waiting for Christmas. And now I feel like we get kids all riled up like there's already Christmas lights up. And it's like, man. You got to remember, like, they're like kids. Like, this is a lifetime till we get to Christmas. Oh, yeah. That was the longest month of the year, always. Like, right? I remember, like, hearing about it, like, on the third. And I'm like, what? It's three weeks away. Like, it's never going to be here. Now, hearing about it in October would crush me. Yeah, because that was always, like, a thing. I mean, look, I'm, I'll am i be 43 this year. I'm going to sound old. But, like, yeah, like, by the time you saw, like, Peanuts on TV, it was like, all right, we got, like, five more days left of school. We're getting close. And then, man, I was actually talking about it this weekend with uh, with my buddy's dad. I was like, man, we were old school. Like, we would get a tree like a week or two before Christmas and put the star on. But you didn't trim the tree until Christmas Eve. 
Yeah, now with those fake trees, I mean, people are setting them up the day after Thanksgiving. I know. I'm actually going to go out. I'm going to because my place, I can get like a nice, good sized tree. So I'm going to go out like the weekend after Thanksgiving and get like a real tree. Nice. Dude, Ted, that's something I appreciate you about you, man. You always bring it for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This year's going to be a little different. Hawks are playing early. Uh, clearly can't throw a rager at this house. So I'm going to invite some people over early. And then, uh, then frankly, one of my good buddies, I was like, what are you doing the rest of Christmas Eve? I'm going to think I'm going to kick everybody out like pretty much after the game. And he's like, I just got to go to like my cousins. And I was like, he's like, you want to go? And I was like, yeah, like I'm going to be with you on Christmas Day for brunch. I was like, I'll just go kick it with your family. Nice. I love that. Nice. Yeah. Plus, full disclosure, I told him, I go, look, I just, I don't want to be half drunk alone on Christmas Eve in my place. I was like, let's hang out. <laughs> Dude, you can always come over the mountains with the cops. Another option. We can talk about it off cast. Yeah. All right. So I guess we're saying early December, we could break out a movie. Yeah, that feels about right. Music, I feel like starts a little early, but yeah, early December. Yeah, I, I feel like that, that, that all tracks. Here's my biggest beef, right? And like in my in the Smith family, we would have the Smith family Christmas party on like December 27th or 28th, sometimes like the 29th. So I'm just like, man, people start Christmas so early. Like that whole week in between to me is the Christmas week. You could still watch movies, play the songs, like enjoy it. I see that's where you lose me. I'm like one and done. Like once Christmas is over, like the 26th, I move on. I'm done. D- Oh, my tree's up until at least New Year's Day. Yeah, I yeah. don't know that I pull stuff down, but I'm not like, I'm I'm not getting excited about, I'm not like, I don't know. I'm not like putting out little Christmas chocolates and putting on Christmas music after the 20, 25th. I shut it down. I'm ready to move on to New Year's, Ted. A little champagne, a little bubbly, you know, some se- gold sequins. It's, <laughs> it's time to start fresh. You're like the Bill Belichick of uh, holidays. You know what? I'm on to New Year's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Uh, next week should be an exciting one. It's the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. And uh, frankly, I'm going to have to pick up my mom at the airport afterwards. So we should be in the good holiday spirit. And then, uh, yeah, man. I mean, I, I don't know about you boys. Like, I'm always excited. Thanksgiving will be fun. The Hawks are playing against the Niners that Thursday Ooh. evening. Like it's gonna be a good one. Yeah. Mm. How long is uh? Actually, yeah, I'd like to see your mom when she's back. I'll try to make my trip overlap. Oh yeah, are you? Yeah, I, I, I was. We were about to start. We used to do this all the time. Start talking yeah. specifics. Like, when are you coming up? Talking I'm logistics. Like, it's right, like, like, let's let's just end the podcast. We can talk about that later. <laughs> Our sponsors are not feeling this, Ted. <laughs> Move to Texas. Come to visit Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Keep Austin weird. All right, Yeti. <laughs> Sponsored by Yeti. In association with High Noons. Yeah, and drink a little Michelob Ultra. <laughs> Get some gear at Howler Brothers. And go to Harvard. <laughs> All right, from CTV for Cobb. I'm the Ted Smith. This is the podcast. Cheers. <laughs>